everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Guys, thank you all so very much for those who were able to join me on the stream earlier. And another huge shout-out to the Flick Pick, John Flickinger, for joining me on that stream earlier. It is still available on the channel. I'm going to keep it live, even though the algorithm will probably hate that. It's still going to be live. We had a really great discussion talking about the MCU, talking about Endgame, talking a little bit about Game of Thrones. As well, talking about the new Spider-Man trailer a little bit, too, which we're going to talk about tonight, of course. And, uh, yeah, so thank you again, everyone who was there. And I want to give another shout-out to all those people that donated because I know that it was, a, it was a rough stream just because I normally am able to interact with the chat. But, obviously, when I'm doing streams with other people, it's always harder to do that. So I do have my DLive people up. I saw that y'all were giving me some love, so I indeed have the DLive stream up this time. So again, thank you all so much for that love. And I, of course, have my YouTube chat also. And so let me give a shout-out first off. Sci-Fi Universe, thank you very much for subscribing to the channel. John Early, dude, thank you so much for all of your donations earlier. Seriously, man, it really does mean a lot. Hopefully we were able to answer those questions. Uh, please just let me know in the regular chat if there's something that you want to hear a little bit more about. Uh, Christian Meyer, thank you so much for uh, the chat earlier, Super Chat. And Jake Munoz, thank you for that Super Chat. Kermit the Log, thank you so much for that Super Chat. Orange Chat Reviews, thank you for that Super Chat as well. Captain F head already dropping off the lemons. Yes, indeed. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Alex McCarthy, what's going on, bruv? Says Odin saying sorry to Josiah. Yeah, dude, I'm so sorry. Josiah, that's the first thing I need to say tonight is sorry. Um, uh, Josiah, I'm so sorry. Uh, guys, go check out Josiah Rise's channel. He is right now talking about Game of Thrones, uh, the episode that happened last night. And he's got an awesome panel. He's got Black Angus reviews. He's got Drunk 3PO all of them are great channels, so go, go go check out the stream. Seriously, drop them a like. Follow those channels. They are awesome people, and unfortunately, they are streaming when I normally stream, so um, all I can say is sorry. Uh, so, Josiah, once again, I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry. And I got something fun to show to you, uh, to show you guys in a little second. Uh, Super Anime Gamer, what's going on, Super? Streaming twice, awesome. Yes, indeed. This is going to be the regular stream, so I'll be in the chats. Greta, what's going on, Greta? Greta, what's going on? Alex Martinez, what's up, bruv? Stephanie B, Tina is amazing. Yes, seriously. Tina, thank you so much. Shouts out to Tina for being the lone Valkyrie in the chat earlier. Huge shout out to Tina for jumping on early like that and for jumping on for this one. And glad to have Steph, uh, Steph in here. Steph? Steph in here as well. Orange Hat made it. Yes, you did. Soul Assassin. So, who's next for you to talk to? Jeremy Johns, Chris Stugman, or Angry Joe? <laughs> I mean, if any of them would want to come on, I'd be totally, I'd be totally down for it. But I, I'm a patron over for, uh, for the Flickpix channel, and so I reached out, and it's, it's been really cool. He's a really awesome dude. Uh, and again, huge, huge shout out to the Flickpix for just being so gracious to be able to, to join me on the stream. Really did appreciate it, and had a lot of fun. So cool. Uh, Zion Waters says, Do you think the fracturing of reality is why Far From Home is being considered part of Phase 3 to set up Phase 4? I mean, it could be the case, Zion. It could be. My biggest problem with it is that this seems to be a separate issue altogether. This doesn't seem to be tied into the multiple timelines issue. Because they established that from the moment that the snap happens, the universe was, you know, a hole was put into the universe. That there was some type of, this this event essentially tore a fabric in the universe, and that's what caused these other universes that have already existed to be able to basically exist, coincide, and also be able to travel between them. That seems to not be the same exact thing that they dealt with with time travel, which happened post-snap. And so now it raises just a lot of questions like, okay, so a multiverse has always existed, and the snap just opened up the portal so that people could finally start to travel between dimensions, travel between realities, but that's different than the time travel, where other realities are also supposed to have been created as well in different time. I mean, 
It's so confusing. It does not make any sense. Uh, Captain Fed, thank you so very much for the lemon. Uh, Peabody, what's going on, Peabody? Uh, he says, I'm you know, <laughs> Peabody is not alone anymore over in the DLive chat. Uh, the K-Man, what's up, bruv? Phonemo, I'm glad Ghost lives since he's obviously the most competent fighter in Season 8. I'm, I'm just mad about that, dude. Seriously. If I, I was looking at my, like, my dogs were watching the show with us the entire time, and both me and my wife were just like, no, we would never, ever abandon our dogs like that and not give them a giant hug. I mean, come on, people. It made me very sad. Uh, Captain F head. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. P my nickel noodles. Hello. Monday nights are Odin nights. Damn right. Nickel noodles. Thank you. Uh, the Senate. Thank you for the three lemons. Appreciate it. Uh, Modin day. Gordon's alive on Modin day. And Damon Salvatore. Thank you very much for the follow over on, um, over on D live. Appreciate it. Um, let's see. John Winkler here for the beard. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear the beard keeps bringing the people back. The Senate says, the damn multiverse they just did time travel. Now they're definitely doing Secret Wars. Yeah, seriously. And it just seems like a giant mess. Because now if there's time travel and multiverses all within two movies. That's a little too much. And I think that everything is now being rushed. And it just isn't working out. Uh, Yiva, what's up, bruv? Bruce, what's up, bruv? What's up, Bruce? Vladdy99. Vladdy99. When will MCU fans get bored? How many world-ending stories can the MCU come up with? Uh, for the normies, uh, not soon enough, but there will be a time when everything else just falls into play. I mean, everything else is just going to very quickly fall apart, especially now that they've got time travel and all the nonsense that they did with that, and now multiverses. Like, now it's just going to be... I think I think there's going to be enough people that go to these movies now and say, wait a minute, how did this happen again? Wait, how is this person still alive? Wait, how did this happen? What's a multiverse? What's a what's a timeline? How You know, I think this just caused so many problems. I, I, I think that it just becomes so many issues and so I think that it's going to end up driving so many people away for just being so damn confusing. Uh, Joe K470, do you hate last night's Game of Thrones episode as much as Doomcock and Nerdrotic? No one can hate last night's episode as much as those two. <laughs> but no, I, I, I love them, seriously. And they, all the critiques that they bring up are totally, are totally accurate. I'm kind of in that middle, though, where subjectively I enjoy these episodes for what they are. You know, uh, for example, uh, episode three. I subjectively enjoyed most of it. I just hated the fact that I couldn't see 70% of the battle. Like, that was just an objective problem. But for the most part, I love these actors and I love the characters so much that even when these things go bad, I can at least, you know, I can move past them, you know? And that's something that I couldn't do for Endgame because Endgame had very similar, you know, objective problems, but it caused me to subjectively not have a good time because I just kept getting distracted by it. Not so much so with, uh, with, with Game of Thrones, I just feel like there's enough there for me to enjoy. Now, with that being said, I do recognize that there are a lot of issues, though. I do recognize that these character arcs don't make sense. I do recognize that there's been all this buildup, and not only that, but, see, I look at last night's episode, for example, and I say, had this episode, like, just the basic structure, happened two seasons ago, most people would have come across and said, oh, that's a pretty good episode. The problem, though, is that we're in the end season, you know, we only have a couple episodes left, and I felt like last night they just did a bunch of filler nonsense. They did a lot of things to characters that they didn't really need to do. They wasted a bronze scene. I mean, seriously, they they spent, and I mentioned this earlier when talking to, to John, I, they, they talk about, you know, how they, they're trying to do everything so carefully. And yet they spend like a good 60 seconds on Daenerys kissing jo- Jorah, like kissing Jorah's forehead. They spend way too much time on that. And then when all of a sudden Bronn comes up and is supposed to like, you know, you know, Cersei sends him to to kill his you know, her, kill her brothers. And now all of a sudden he just comes in, speaks to them and then leaves. 
magically shows up in the north and then leaves. And I'm thinking to myself, that's a waste of brawn. And it felt so rushed. The whole scene just felt rushed. And just that's what frustrates me is that they're rushing everything. And this is the season when they shouldn't be rushing. This is the season when they should just be doing nonstop, like just good episodes all leading to something instead of just subverting expectations and being lazy. Uh, Super says, I'm currently writing about last night's episode while listening to you. It's turning into like a 10 paragraph (laughs) and it's quite therapeutic. Nice, dude. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty great. It's coming into a a 10 paragraph rant. Yeah. Hey, I totally understand why. Uh, John Winkler, I can't wait for the MCU to uh, to fall apart because of its expensive uh, convolution. No, seriously, it's become so convoluted that it's gonna have to. It's gonna fall in on itself. It, it's become all of this just nonsensical storytelling that in one film might be okay, at the end of an era might be okay, but for sustaining other films and for st- sustaining a universe, it's gonna be way too convoluted and way too confusing for most people. Uh, John Early, thank you very much for the super chat, says, The Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile are great movies, but people often complain about the runtime of them. I don't know, what do you think? No, I don't complain about that at all. Those are great movies because they are long, but they take every single second and every single minute, and they use it to the best of their ability. Like, they, they do everything with the time they're given. Shawshank is one of the greatest films of all time. Not because it's long, but because every second on screen, every second that you're watching the movie, they are developing character, developing story. They're doing something, and it's useful. That's the biggest problem with this season of Game of Thrones is that every time that you're on screen, you're not always getting useful information. You're getting a lot of fluff. You're getting a lot of useless, you know, shots, a lot of useless information. As I said, spending way too much time of of Jorah's head being kissed by, by Daenerys. Like, all of this stuff. They're wasting time, and there only is so much time left in this series, and I feel like they should be using this time a lot more wisely. And the fact that, and I know it's very minor, because this happens in big movies and shows all the time, but the fact that there's a freaking Starbucks cup visible on a table, and that is something that, you know, you know, <laughs> not only in the editing room do you see that, but even just on set. Like, how do you look at that shot and, and don't see the, the one thing that doesn't fit? The one thing that does not work out? I mean, seriously, how, how do you miss it? God, it doesn't make any damn sense. Um, anyway, thank you so much for that super chat, though. I appreciate it. Oh, my D-Live peeps. Um, I can't handle dogs dying on screen. Yeah, Phonemo, neither can I. That's why when me and Freya were rewatching the series, when we got to that scene, when the uh, when Lady has to be killed, we fa- I fast forward. I'm like, I can't do that again. I can't live through that again. And it is funny how that all works. Like, because people, oh, so you don't have a problem with people dying? It's only when animals die? Well, if you're an animal lover, you understand. And it's hard to justify it. It's hard to explain it from a logical point of view. But it's just, I guess, the, the situation of you put your heart and soul into your pets and you, you, you treat them as you do. Sometimes you treat them even better than human beings, which I think is something that we do need to, as a society, really think about for a second. But I will say that it really comes down to, I guess, a sense of, of innocence where you, you really just feel the innocence of a character more so in an animal that really has no control over their actions for the most part because they don't have free will. They don't have the ability to make choices. And so when something bad happens to them when it shouldn't, you feel even worse than what you would beforehand. So I know it's getting into the weeds a little bit because it's animals, but still, I love animals. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, no one escapes from the beer. Damn right, Peabody. Damn right. Phonemo, if the multiverse lets me have the old man cap... Um, and old, old Hugh Logan talking about a World War II miss, uh, missing, I'm fine, mission, I'm fine, okay, gotcha, sorry, it took me a while to put that together, um, phonemo, but yeah, I, they're not gonna do that, I mean, that would be a great thing to do, that would be, I think, an intelligible thing to do with those two characters, but you're not gonna do that, why would you? 
Uh, K-Man says, it would be interesting to see an old man cap. I agree. Peabody, oops, it is, is that my internet? <laughs> Probably Peabody. Bad Hammy, what's going on, Bad Hammy over on D-Live says, Jamie's arc is now regressed? Yeah. I mean, he, he went so much farther in that one episode in his relationship with Brienne, and now he's gone. And I know that they're going to try probably later on to try and and say that he left because he knew he had to kill Cersei and he knew that he would probably die trying to do so and Brienne would try and stop him and he was doing the noble thing. That might might be something they try and do later on. But if it is honestly Jaime going back because he loves his sister, that is going to be a total destruction of his character. Like that will make the character arc that he's been on since season one and two a complete waste of time. So I really hope that it leads to him trying to kill his sister, basically. Because you know, that, sounds, that sounds terrible to say. Oh, yeah, I want him to kill his sister. But, you know, as far as the characters of the show, you know what I'm talking about. And I really do hope that that is the case because, man, oh, man, it just leaves so many problems. So many. Uh, Phonemo says, Bran is busy doing his daily XP quest to in VR Ravens level up to the 300. <laughs> Seriously, why was he gone for so long? God, that was awful. Uh, Captain F. Head says, time travel and multiverse are part of the same thing. Traveling creates timelines multiverse. But here's the problem, Captain F. Head. They don't really ex- explain it that well. Like, based on what we have in Endgame and based on what they tell us in this Spider-Man trailer, it seems to indicate that these multiverses existed before. Because the words of Nick Fury are, the snap ripped a hole in reality, ripped a hole in the universe, and allowed for these other universes to be able to coincide or be able to travel between themselves so that's prior to time travel so that's why it just doesn't make any sense now maybe they're going to try and say that it ripped a hole in reality or ripped a hole in time and once the time travel was brought into it that's what created the multiple timelines and because there's this hole all these timelines that are being created are now being able to transfer from one to the other if they try and explain it that way as you can see that's pretty convoluted i understand it but a lot of other people might not be able to so i think that it's still the same thing holds i think it's going to cause a lot more issues and it's to drive more people away uh captain fhead says that said it's lazy sci-fi comic book rig yeah it is um Pi says got vid on youtube have you guys lost vid here i still see the vid i still see my my feed over here so i don't know what's going on um Pi says frozen phonemo hipster pirate should have said yahtzee when he made the bull shot uh, the, the yeah it's the B, the BS shot oh for sure absolutely and again if it had been the character that had been established in the books according to what Gary has said about those books that would have made sense but someone who you've only seen a couple times is able to shoot a brand new weapon that's been created you could argue saying oh he had target practice but I mean come on are you gonna tra- oh, so you had practice on a flying target is that what you're gonna tell me yeah sure but I could have forgiven that had everything else not been there. If that was the biggest problem we had, most people would say, ah, but that's irrelevant and that's fine. But there's all the other problems that are there. Bad Hammy says, we treat our pugs better than people. No regrets. <laughs> Captain Evans says, animals are generally better than humans. Not so complicated. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. K-Man, vid fine on my end. Sounds good. Yeah, Peabody, you having that upside down internet problems from, from Australia. Nickel Noodles says, a dog will never try to dox you because you liked or disliked something. Nickel Noodles, that's a great point. That's an excellent point. Uh, Captain F Head, thank you very, very much for the lemons. Appreciate it. Uh, Bad Hammy, there's another possibility, but it may be a huge spoiler about Mysterious Origin. I mean, it could be the case, Bad Hammy, and we don't have to go too much into that since some people might actually want to really see that uh, movie still. I mean, maybe not some of the people here, but someone who might be coming across this video. So we'll stay away from that for now because there's obviously a lot of things that I don't know, but. Yeah, either way, it just it seems to create so many more problems than it does anything else. Bad luck. Thank you very much for the follow. I appreciate the follow over on the D Live. 
Uh, Res Lime, uh, Trump's won a two-year extension. Your thoughts? A two-year extension, like, on, on his presidency? That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works, as I often say. Orange Eye Reviews, thank you very much for the super chat. Oh, thank you, man. Very generous. Uh, do you know the channel New Rock Stars? No, I do not. I think they shill a lot without an objectively critical eye, but they do receive confirmations from inside sources for explanations. Might be worth a look, maybe. Okay, I gotcha. So a shill site, but their information's pretty reliable. Okay. I might have to check that out. Orange Eye Reviews, send me the channel over chat. Uh, Bad Hammy, thank you very much for the lemons. Uh, thank you very much. John Winkler, uh, um, going over to the YouTubes now. John Winkler says, I can't wait for the MCU to fall apart. Okay, got that one already. Got that one already. Uh, Alex McCarthy, I will rule with fire and ice mocha lattes. Mmm, that sounds delicious. Uh, Rosetta Allen, Allen, what's going on, my friend? Says, uh, stretching yourself a bit thin right now. I mean, just bobbing from feed to feed. Thank God uh, for it. You are so, you are so, you're sorely needed. Oh, Rosetta Allen, I appreciate it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been a crazy day. It has been absolutely insane. It's been absolutely insane. Somehow, I was able to make a video between the two streams and feed my dogs and talk to my wife, who is resting because she's really tired. But, oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> uh, Res Lime, thank you very much for the follow over on DLive. Bad Hammy, thank you for the lemon. Phonemo says, it's an easy $3 billion for Disney uh, if they did a Captain Logan World War II movie. That would be a really cool Phonemo. I agree. Are they going to do it, though? I mean, that's the big question. Uh, Peabody, thank you very much for the welcome. And Nickel Noodles, Couch Puppy. Yep, you can see Willow in the background. She's so cute. All right, back over to the YouTubes. Grandmaster Yoda says, Bohemian Rhapsody runs out the May 8th in my local theater. Will you call that impressive? That is pretty damn impressive. Is it doing well? I mean, is it just there, or is it actually still selling tickets? Uh, the sentence says, like Rick from Rick and Morty said, don't think about it. <laughs> but I can't not think about it. It's not in my blood. Day Bob, Day, I see Day Bob in the chat. Day Bob, dude, I've missed you. I've missed you in the streams. I've missed you in the chat. I saw you in the chat yesterday. It made me sad because I miss you. Uh, Bruce, what's up, dude? Odin, what's going on? Super, ghost got me feeling salty. Like, this dog has been with John for a decade. Went to war with him and stayed loyal uh, and stayed loyal to his corpse. Ghost is best boy. He shouldn't have been made invisible again. No, Super, I agree. You, I, for, I totally forgot about that. Yes. I mean, he defended. Yeah, Ghost was very, very important in the life of John. God, that sucks. Damn it, John. See, now they've ruined John's character. And I love I love John Snow. God. Uh, Rosetta Allen, Death to Norman Culture. Yes, 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 yes. I agree, Rosetta. Uh, the Senate says, take it from a comic reader. Marvel will never stop with world-ending events. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can hear that. Uh, CF Productions coming to you with another stream. What's going on, CAF Productions? What's going on? How's it going? All right. Let's see. Chats jumped on me again. Lots of people in the chat tonight. I appreciate it as always. Um, oh man, so much chat. Oh my gosh, I'm so far behind in the YouTube chat already. Already, this is insane. I haven't even been able to share my my new thing, my new little uh, video fun thing. Yivo says, "What do you think Euron looked like? Looks so surprised about in the preview? People are saying more dragons, but I think we are finally getting dragon armor. Yeah, I don't think we're getting more dragons. There, there really aren't. It hasn't been established that there's more dragon eggs. So, yeah, that would be a little ah, that would be a little jumping the shark for me. I think." Uh, Rosetta Allen says, It is just too much with too little logic and too much broken, disjointed, failed science. The continuity of the early movies is so dead. I agree. Talking about the MCU there. John Winkler, Odin, I watched The Shape of Water for research purposes. I can't wait for your debate with Anna. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's going to be a very, very fun stream because I have so many issues with that movie. Again, I there are lots of parts that I like about the movie, but 
it's so overrated. Like, that's my biggest thing is that it's overrated. I don't hate the film necessarily, but it's ex- ex- exceptionally, exceptionally rated too highly. Uh, Souls as says, saw Collider's review on Game of Thrones, and all they did was phrase it and talk and talk crap about the fans. Really, Soul? That makes me sad, man. Because there's some people that I really liked over on the Collider channel. That really upsets me. Like, seriously, just be honest. Don't crap on fans. Crapping on fans is one of the worst things that you can do. And not only don't do that, but also don't have, like, you don't have to shill. You don't have to do that. You can still be honest. You can still be critical. And if all you care about is the press pass, then why are you even in film criticism or television criticism in general? The whole, there's, there's a key part of that. Criticism. Expecting more. Expecting better. And if you're going to keep on going this direction, all you're doing is perpetuating more bad storytelling. And we don't need more of that. That's all that shilling does is perpetuate more of it. Greta, I don't hate this season as much as a lot of people do, but I wish there was more episodes. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's one of those things where subjectively I'm enjoying a lot of it, but then I remember, wait a minute, this is the last season. These are episodes that should not be happening in the last season. You know? Like, to me, there's too much wasted time. It's ridiculous. Uh, G-Monkey says, only watching Game of Thrones to finish it out. The season has to be the worst. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it would be the worst necessarily, I mean, it might be the one that I, I like the least so far, but there's still also two more episodes. And as I said, there are some things that I like, but yeah, there's a lot of objective problems. No question about it. Alexander, Game of Thrones is finished. It is up to currently unknown fanfiction to save it. Uh, I mean, fanfiction, I don't think it's going to make it much better. <laughs> it's actually, Alexander, to be more accurate, the books will save it probably. Because George R. R. Martin knows how to create a character and knows how to you know create and sustain and finish, complete a character's arc. So there are certain things that are going to happen in the series that are also going to happen in the book. The difference is that George R. R. Martin's going to take the time. I mean, he spent so much time already on this damn book, delaying and delaying and delaying, that it's probably going to be some of the best character development that has ever existed, especially in comparison to the lack of character development and the breaking of characters uh, in this series, in this current season. Uh, Bruce says, I'll not have anything to do with the, any movie going forward that highlights Captain Whammon. <laughs> Greta says, I thought the coffee cup was an Easter egg or something because who was a professional, who was on a professional film set would miss that. No, seriously, like it can't be, it can't be an Easter egg because it's obviously a, you know, a, a cup of coffee and that has no place in it. Like, yeah, it's just, it's very lazy for, for a show that has been so careful in constructing all of its scenes that's something to miss. And I think that also speaks loudly about the current state of the season. Alice McCarthy says, I liked last episode's, uh, last night's episode, but they have a like a season's worth of stuff left. Yeah, seriously. Last night's episode in isolation was okay, but dude, you only got two episodes left. Why are we wasting time with exposition? You know? Uh, Rosetta Allen, it is absolutely sickening to me to watch animals die on film and it is totally illogical because I interact with nature daily and watch predators hunt. Yeah, absolutely. Same way. John Early, uh, so Jonathan, well, I mean, say I don't hunt, but yeah, <laughs> I hear what you said, Rosetta. John Early says, so Jonathan Kent saving the dog, but ultimately dying in Man of Steel was good, right? <laughs> yes, because the dog lived. It was more important that the dog lived than Jonathan Kent. <laughs> Alexander, Rob Stark is the main character of Game of Thrones. Nah. Uh, Zuber, and I'm terrified for the season finale. According to Nerdrotic, the leaks were accurate for the first four episodes, were true, and the leaks for the remaining episodes supposedly suck. Oh, boy. Yeah, I have not watched that because I don't really want anything spoiled for me for the rest of the season. You know, when it comes to episodes already being released or movies already being released, obviously you can't really control much when it comes to spoilers, but I kind of want to be able to see where it goes from here, and something tells me, though, it's not going to be good. If, if, if this is what we've gotten so far, 
there isn't a very good chance that it'll continue to go in this direction. In a good direction, rather. Greta says, yeah, I'm pretty sure Jamie is going to kill Cersei. It would be, it would make sense to me. But then again, that's what everyone's expecting, right? I guess. Alexander, Jamie's sister is evil and they're, and that there, that's why it's not awful to say. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, actually, I think my favorite multiverse is Mirror Mirror. Never seen Mirror Mirror. Wait, like the movie Mirror Mirror with, uh, oh man, I don't know. Which one are you talking about? Not the movie, not the, not the Snow White movie Mirror Mirror. Are you, is that what you're talking about? Or is that a show? Uh, the Senate says, I'm going to treat the MCU like I do Marvel Comics and stop thinking about it because the MCU is becoming Marvel Comics where they barely explain their continuity and just make fun stories. But that's the thing is that we need a fun story. And so far, we're not really are getting much of those. Some people are having fun with Endgame. And I can respect you if you had fun with it. But I just I'm worried that we're going to be sacrificing sensible storytelling for nonsensical writing. And if we're not able to get consistently good stories, at least to make up for it, then what's 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 the point uh super anime gamer and brianne will probably want to go after him anyway since she's kept up north the only way she could go by abandoning sansa yep uh very true perth comics says if you have to explain plot points outside of the movie then the movie failed in its storytelling perth comics that's an excellent point and i'll say it again he says if you have to explain plot points outside the movie then the movie failed in its storytelling yes absolutely especially when a director and writer of the same movie don't agree on one of the most basic plot points keep in mind the directors and and the director and writer like the directors and writers for this movie for for endgame do not agree on what time travel is or what the impact of time travel is. That's a big problem. That's a really big problem when you have two people that are not c- connecting. Uh, Orange Hat Review says, After the Far From Home trailer, they might be doing the Incursion arc or working up to it. If they do, they will kill the MCU because the Incursion Crisis was really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know much about the Incursion Crisis, but actually, now that I'm thinking about it, with alternate realities, maybe the Scrolls perform Secret Invasion. Because the Scrolls in the alternate universe might be evil. Hmm. <laughs> uh, the Doctor 14 Blu-ray reviews. Thank you very much for the super chat. Says me and my father did not think that Endgame was woke. Okay, I, I mean I would strongly disagree because there are definitely woke moments in it. I mean I'm sorry. How else do you, you know? Sorry, so sorry. How else do you explain all of the women on the battlefield, all the people that all have the same chromosomes, magically showing up in the same location at the same exact time to say she's not alone? That is the very definition of woke. Or how do you explain Valkyrie, who's already been running the show with New Asgard, now being put officially in charge as the new queen, because they don't need a king, what they need is a queen, and she says, I'm going to make some changes, even though she's the one that's been running it for a long time, and it doesn't make any sense anyway. And how else do you explain Falcon being chosen to be the next Captain America when, just from a logical standpoint, he is not the person that should be wielding the shield? That's right. Wokeness. Zine Waters, uh, Mysterio is known to make illusions. I wonder if his illusions are special effects like the comics or if he has realities. Ooh, reality stone. That could be it. That could be it. All right, let's see. Where are we? In the chat. So many people in the chat. All right, DLive people, I'm, I'm coming over to you guys. Coming over to you guys. Uh, Peabody says his, <laughs> his internet has the hiccups. Captain Fed says, uh, as I understand it, infinite multiverses exist. Time travel doesn't impact that those that as those timelines already exist as multiverses. Time travel just creates multiverses we couldn't comprehend before travel. But I'm a moron, so don't count on me. No, I, that makes that that makes so little sense that it actually makes sense, which is totally in line with the current state of the MCU. 
I see a poopa dupa. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. She's not there anymore. I think I think my uh, I think my wife was in the kitchen for a bit, and whenever they hear her out there, they're like, mm, "Mom, we want to be next to you." Uh, Phonemo says, "Ghost charged with the Dothraki. Ghost lived, only lost half an ear. Best wolf puppy ever, and such a cute puppy." Reslime says, "Bill Cosby needs a break." Nah, I'm not gonna go there, man. Nope, 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 nope. Peabody, put on uh, put a sign on Willow and River. Please buy my house and stand them out front. That might be the best way to sell the house, Peabody. Actually, you know what? I know some people on Twitter that could probably message about that. And for anyone that gets that joke, I appreciate you. Peabody, they will wonder and sell every house. Uh, Phonemo says, my Bianching is cathartic as a beginning era fan. Hey, Phonemo, you go ahead and get all of it out. Dion, what's up, bruv? Uh, K-Man, Peabody, what's up, what's up, what's up? All right, back to my YouTube peeps. G-Monkey says, the dragon wasn't 100%. It was the one the White Walker stabbed and fought the Night King. Still, uh, you mean to tell me you didn't fly around and recon? Terrible tactics this season. Yep, 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 yep. All convenient. Uh, Tina says, if they're jumping the shark now, let them finish and jump it some more, more dragons. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Dave Bob says, I'm staying off the net a lot, just one hour or so a day. I'm glad I never started watching Game of Thrones. Hey, Debbie, I respect that, man. Everyone needs to detox, so I totally respect that. Super says, I have to say, though, I think the number of dissatisfied Game of Thrones fans is growing. I checked George R. R. Martin Twitter, and so far the response to every tweet posted is, fix Game of Thrones, please. D&D done messed up. No, no, I think you're totally right. I mean, go ahead and look to... If you want really a a good example of that, go and look to the Gary Doomcock stream from a couple weeks ago after episode three, when they got a lot of hate, a lot of dislikes for people who, you know, did not like their opinion of the episode because they were very negative on that episode. And then look at them this week. And a lot of people are now changing their minds saying, uh, you know what? Two episodes in a row and things don't really seem to be going in a good direction. Uh, Rosetta Allen, anything with dragons better do right by them. Dragons are my love. Dragons are fantastic. And she also says, Captain Whammon is uh, the death of any honesty about women. Real women stand by respecting men as much as we want respect. Yes, yes, yes. Damn right. Damn right, Rosetta. Yeah, Rosetta Allen is awesome. She's so cool. Uh, Super says, uh, Rhaegal deserves so much better. If he died fighting uh, Viserion like I thought last episode, it would have been so much better. Yeah, seriously, if you're going to kill the dragon anyway, do that. You know? Like, you can ha- like seriously, imagine if that scene hadn't been there, and the dragon had died, and all she had was the one dragon, and you don't have the attack from the pirates at sea. But instead, you get to King's Landing, and then they are the ones that first introduce the fact that not only do they have the, uh, what's it called, the scorpion, but now they've got, like, hundreds of them. And so, all they need to do is just have that thought of, oh, I remember that this was a weapon that almost got the dragons the last time, and now we'll have something to be afraid of, because now there's more of them. Um, let's see. Hey, Hasik there. Thank you for the follow over on DLive. Appreciate it. Uh, was it Alan says, original Star Trek episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what? Original Star Trek episode? Huh? What? John Winkler, I'm so sorry I have to leave early. Have a great stream. Oh, you're sorry? You're You're sorry? Is that right? Is that right? Are you sorry? All right, so guys, this is the this is the new thing. This is the new thing that I've introduced, and let me know if it comes through. All right, let me know if it comes through. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so very sorry. I found it. I found the clip where I got it from, where it got implanted into my head, and when it eventually went on to Anna's stream from Star Wars Celebration. It was from that show. If you've never seen that show before, it's a show called Stella. It is freaking hilarious. They only did one season. It's obscure as hell, and it's very stupid comedy, but it's great. 
And I, because all of a sudden my head, I was like racking my head. I was like, where did I hear this from? And I thought it was from certain shows. And then I thought, you know what? It might have been Stella. And so I was able to get my DVDs out and start watching through the episodes. And in episode two of this uh, of the one season, sure enough, it's the campaign one. And it is so funny. Uh, it was there. Uh, Captain F.A., thank you very much for the 11. I appreciate it. Um, Greta says, Kit Harrington said some people might hate this season. Yeah, I think he's right. Because some people do hate this season already. Uh, John Early says, The way CW Flash explained the multiverse on a crossover episode of Supergirl Season 1 is probably better than how Marvel explained it. Yeah. I mean, I actually liked early seasons of uh, The Flash, especially. Uh, Zion Waters, Mirror Mirror is an episode of the old Star Trek. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Oh, so sorry. Oh, I'm so very sorry. Oh, so sorry. Uh, the Senate says, do you want to bet money that they will do Secret Wars because I got 50 bucks ready? Oh, no. I think most people at this point think they're going to do Secret Wars. And, you know, and especially with now with Secret Wars, they could also, at that point, when Secret Wars ends, and let's say they close the multiverse or they close the hole, guess what? You can have a story where the evil scrolls get in Secret Invasion. And then they can be like, we want our cake and we want to be able to eat it too. Gordo Fabulous says the Night King was less effective than the Burger King. <laughs> God, I know. Seriously. The Night King was a total waste. Total waste. Dave Bob says, I heard they told uh, fans that complained about episode three being too dark. They didn't know how to use their TV settings. Wow. Wait a minute. The people over in Collider said that? That is total BS. Because I've watched every single episode of Game of Thrones on that TV. And they've had some pretty dark episodes. And I've always been able to see. So, no. It's not your TV settings, Collider. It's it's the fact that you have blinders on because everything that goes on screen, you're going to defend no matter what. They could have had an image. Seriously, Collider. They could have had a video of, hmm, let me think. I'm trying to think of someone that they would probably like. They could have had a video of Hillary Clinton taking a dump and they would have said, oh my God, it's wonderful. It's it's marvelous. It's marvelous. I love it. I must love it. <sighs> because they're shills, and that's all they can do. Uh, Tina says, just remember, D&D with KK on her dragon are marching to Lucasfilm to create something special, so yeah, I have no hope. Oh my god, yeah. And they might actually get their hands on Old Republic. Imagine those guys with Old Republic, all, all expectations being subverted. Now, I will say this much. If they get Old Republic, but they have the guidance of an actual writer of the novels... That might be okay, because we've seen what they're able to do with George R. R. Martin as one of the head writers and having a lot of uh, a lot of say. So if they are able to get that kind of restriction on them, then they might actually be okay. They might actually be able to do a really good show. But if they get to do it on their own, nah, 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 nah. Uh, Rosetta Allen, oh, blushing, blushing, I'm a mess, but I try to be a decent person. No, seriously, we're all imperfect. We all have our issues, but Rosetta, you really are awesome. It's been great to have you Um as a part of this channel and part of this community. Everyone's saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. 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 Everyone's saying yes. Okay. Glad it came through. Uh, Tina says mirror, mirror, which someone mentioned earlier is an episode from the original star Trek. Yeah. They made that. Uh, they try to explain that one of the greatest episodes in star Trek history. And no, I'm not biased. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's a trap production says greetings. My Lord. Hello. It's a trap. How's it going? Super says I've seen George R. R. Martin interviewed before, and I know he's a really self-conscious slow writer, but I hope season eight inspires him to pick it up. I hope he gets all uh, to tell his, ending he deserves that you know what to be honest i think that if anything this should actually slow him down so that he does write the perfect ending because if he rushes it it'll be no better than this season so if this if he sees this he says oh man they're going in certain directions and they're taking a lot of shortcuts to get there oh no i can't do that 
if that allows him to tell a more complete story, then I think that, you know, it, it'd probably be better. You know, it might take longer, but you know what? I think people would rather wait and get the right ending than get it quicker and get a bad ending. Dave says, Sony will probably take Spider-Man back and run. Ah, yeah, probably. Uh, Tina says, don't worry, you won't be able to see anything anyway. It'll all be dark with an occasional lightsaber to light the way. <laughs> uh, so true. Uh, so true. All right, going over my D-Live peeps. Uh, Captain FN says, I'm bipolar. I'm bipolar. Friend of mine describes it as riding the dragon. That's one too many dragons for me. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, Phonemo says, I'm just watching the Knights of the Old Republic just the, watch the dumpster fire and butchery. <laughs> um, let's see. Phonemo, my wife and I are worried about the ending will be as bad as SOA? SOA. I'm very confused. Hold on. Sorry, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, Peabody says, Odin, look when, look back when you did the story thing, Willow at, at, look at Willow's face. I'll have to do that. I'll have to do that. Uh, Peabody, Odin, we need 28 peeps. Guys, only 28 more followers over on DLive needed for me to be able to get partner over there. So if you, uh, have a DLive or if you're new to this and you want to create a DLive, go check me out over on DLive. I would appreciate it. In fact, let me go ahead and post that into the YouTube chat while I'm thinking about it. The YouTube's chats. The YouTube's chats. I would appreciate that very much so. Very, very much so. All right. Not, no, I don't want to be. There we go. Boom, there it is. There, boop, there it is. Boop, there it is. And Dion, thank you so much for the lemon. Phonemo, Sons of Anarchy. Okay, so he said, my wife and I are worried about the ending will be as bad as Sons of Anarchy. I've never saw that show, so I wouldn't be able to say it. And Captain Evans says, watching Rebels season four, love Rebels. I hope the Mandalorian stacks up. Oh, Rebels is a great show. Seriously, Rebels is fantastic. Huge shout out to Laura Ryan Stole My Fan Fiction Story for sending me the entire series because it was so damn good. Uh, Bruce says, check out Siberian Siberian Husky Puppy Howling on YouTube. It's so cute. Oh, I can can only imagine. Darkstar says, thanks, Odin. An image I need to purge from my mind. You're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? That's right. (laughs) <laughs> uh rosetta allen says so in this world culture they are wiping out all cel- uh, all celtic and red-headed characters that are movies and shows so do those hundreds of years they were slaves mean nothing yeah seriously it's so fun that they talk about only certain groups of people but then they forget that the Irish themselves were very very poorly mistreated for a very long time Israel Trap production says i've had a bit of a day my lord odin i'm just glad to be here among friends well glad to have you here as well it's always great to have y'all here uh, let's see, Orsonus Aros says, what do you think about Grace Randolph's theory that Mysterio is older, old Peter Parker from another reality inheriting Iron Man and Doctor Strange? Oh, that could be interesting. And as I said before, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll watch that movie and I'm excited for that movie for Jake Gyllenhaal. So if they make Jake Gyllenhaal into a cool character and he does as good of a job as I know he's going to do, then I'll be happy because I do love ah, JG, man. One of my favorites. Uh, Solasaz says, what if George R. R. Martin is done with the books, but he didn't tell the Game of Thrones guys until the show is done? Now, that would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, Rosetta Allen says, tell your bipolar friend I have bipolar C- OCD and have PTSD. It's not what we take. Uh, it's not what we take on. It's how we treat others as we march through it. So Rosetta Allen speaking over to Captain Effet, I think, over on DLive. So uh, thank you again for reaching out to him. And yeah, it's, it is, that's why I love this community is because we're able to all come together. All of us sometimes struggle with different things. You guys know I have social anxiety. And when I was in Star Wars Celebration, that was like a thing that kind of like propped up, especially that first day I was there. 
but it's something that we're able to share. It's something that we're able to kind of try and work through together, and it's really cool. So thank you guys so much for being a part of this and for sharing all of these, um, all these things with us and with me. Grandmaster Yoda says, Queen have run for full price since day one here because it did well, but right now I can't wait. I can't watch. I can't wait on Pokemon for us to go to the best room and get unique cards packs by the staff. Wait, you get a, you need you get a wait you get a card pack? Is that what you're trying to say? So if you go to see Detective Pikachu, there are trading cards you get. Man, I remember when I used to collect those. You know, it'd be cool. I will have to say, if I go opening night, which I plan on doing, so it opens up this Thursday. I was kind of waiting to see what they're going to do because they still haven't announced if they're going to have Endgame and Dolby or if they're going to have uh, po- uh, Pikachu and Dolby. I kind of hope it's Pikachu because I like to go see it in Dolby and not just a regular 3D. But obviously, they're going to try and you know get as much money out of Endgame as they can. So it would not surprise me if Endgame gets another uh, another week there. But yeah, I would be very excited. It would be very nostalgic for me to get a pack of trading cards. That sounds awesome. 70B, do you really read these? Yes. Yes, I do. Steph, I read it. John Early, can I post an excerpt from my fanfiction story, please? Yeah, go ahead, John Early. I don't know if it'll be uh, all able to fit, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, Super says, I don't think he could go go any slower. But seriously, I say that because he planned a lot of major story beats already. And I hate to say it, but he's getting older. No, I, I understand. I know you're worried, but still, yeah. Um, Rosetta Allen says, sorry, let's see, uh, sorry you go through that, I actually was assaulted for protecting my eyes from Strove as an epileptic, wish I was kidding, I hate large groups of humanity, yeah, speaking of that, I had a kid, and I can't go into too much detail about it, but I had a kid this morning who had a, um, who had a seizure, it was very scary, and apparently epilepsy runs in the family, and yeah, it's, it's scary. Um, Grandmaster Yoda says, yes, it's collection packs for the Dolby Atmos room, oh my god, I hope we get that. I want, oh my god, I want Pokemon cards. I'm a 30-year-old man, and I remember when I used to collect those, and I would love to get a pack of Pokemon cards for seeing that movie. Not gonna lie. That's how, that's how you know I'm a nerd. <laughs> uh, speaking of trading cards, there are now Orville trading cards, but they're expensive, like $75. Oh my god. Yeah, I would love to have Orville trading cards, but that's way too much money. Uh, Captain Canada. What's up, Captain Canada? Uh, will, uh, will Pikachu take number one at the box office this weekend? It'll be very hard. It'll be very, very hard for that movie to make number one, but it's possible because it's being released in a lot of theaters and it's getting a lot of 3D showings. And the 3D showings are what's going to help it. So it's, is it possible? Yes, but it is going to be hard because Endgame is going to have a very strong weekend. No question. JJ, ever played, uh, JJ asked, have you ever played Magic the Gathering? No, never played it. Never got into it. I did Pokemon and I did Yu-Gi-Oh. Those were the two games that I was into when I was younger. Grandmaster Gito says, hurry up, Norway, then still tickets left. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need to do. I need to fly over to Norway so I can get my uh, pack of trading cards. <laughs> Bruce says, rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I love you. Uh, let's see. All right, heading over, heading over, heading over to the D Live once uh, again. Uh, Captain F Head says to the YouTube lady. So it is Rosetta Allen over on YouTube says you're absolutely right. So shout out to you, uh, Nat Blow. Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Reckless the kid. Dad, is that you? Nope, it's not me. The kid is not my son. Not, 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 not the case. 
Uh, phone emo says, on a happier note, I'm taking my niece to see Detective Pichu. I'm not sure which, is, who is more excited. I know, seriously, right? I have my doubts about this, the animation because I, again, I'm a CGI stickler, but I am excited because Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu looks fantastic. Uh, Dogzilla, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. Says, Odin, what's going on, bruv? How's it going? Uh, Captain FS says, can't wait for that film. Pokemon can get the F. Pokemon can get the F, but Pikachu kicks butt. <laughs> So, Captain Evan hates Pokemon, but loves Pikachu. That's great. <laughs> Dion says, time to go mobile to the kitchen. Listen while fixing... Well, Dion, thank you, man. Thanks for taking the stream with you, man. Hope you have a nice, delicious dinner. Uh, let's see. Rosetta Allen says, over 40 million Americans have some form of epilepsy. It blows my mind how few people still know nothing about it. No, seriously. And, I mean, the person that I was talking about earlier had never, had never had any uh issues before but it was in his family and so sometimes that happens where something runs in your family but it does not affect you until out of the blue and what's scary is that people that don't know that what if they're driving what if they're operating machinery like what if they're doing something that could really honestly lead to that i mean seriously it's just man it's let's see um holy crap john early just dropped the bomb man wow john john dude you could have just put that in the chat when I said I'd read it, you could just put that in the chat, man. But thank you. <laughs> thank you for the $100 super chat, man. John Early, MVP tonight. Thank you so much, dude. Seriously, because you've been, you've been donating all night in both streams. God. So John Early, this, uh, this is from his work. So he says, are you sure you can't go back for just a visit, Kara said. Kara asked. No, the Speed Force put me here for a reason, Barry replied. If I try to go back, it could cause the speed force to become unbalanced again. Worried about becoming trapped again, Earth-38. And that makes so much more damn sense <laughs> than anything that has been done with time travel up to this point. So, John Early, is that is that from your work? Is that from your, is it your, you said fan fiction? That's really good. I like that. I'm going to say I like that a lot. And I want to read it because now I know it's, like, these, are, these are characters that I recognize. So that's awesome. And dude, thank you so much, man. <laughs> that's very generous of you. Seriously. Uh, Dave Bob. Wow. Thank you for the follow over on DLive, man. I appreciate that. But seriously, John Early, man. Huge shout out. Please let me know in the chat. You don't have to super chat again. Just let me know in the chat. Just put Odin question and then I'll, I'll, I'll read whatever it is that you need me to read, man. But yeah. So one more time. So John Early says, and this is, I think he said this is from his work. So he says, in quotes, he says, Are you sure you can't go back just for a visit? Kara asked. No, the Speed Force put me here for a reason, Barry replied. If I try to go back, it could cause the Speed Force to become unbalanced again. Worried about becoming trapped again. Earth 38. Good stuff, dude. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. A lot. Good stuff, dude. Thank you. And again, let me know more in the chat about that. Because that's awesome. Tina says, uh, they couldn't find real Pikachu actors because they were on strike, so they had to use CGI for the sequel. They'll use the real ones. Pokemon should be real, damn it. It's still real to me. <laughs> Rosetta Allen says, what is your favorite CGI movie then? I actually am more obscure with my nerd culture. Yeah, you see, depends on what you mean. If you mean what is the best use of CGI that I have seen, First Avengers is pretty damn good, not going to lie. The First Avengers film still holds up to this day. Um, but if I'm going to have to go with all time, Jurassic Park, because Jurassic Park uses a great combination of CG and practical effects, and it works so damn well. Seriously. 
Uh, Solasaz says, uh, did you ever figure out how to play the Pokemon card game? Yu-Gi-Oh! was easy because the cartoon centered around the game. Soul Assassin, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So I collected Pokemon cards, never actually played the game because it was so complicated. I know it wasn't really that complicated. Like, as an adult, I think back on it, I'm like, oh, that's easy or it's more straightforward. Never did. The only time I ever played the card game was I played the, it was a Game Boy edition. It was the Game Boy version of the card game. So in the game, you would get, you would get you know, uh, the booster packs, you'd get a starting pack, and you get to trade out all your Pokemon cards and stuff, and you'd play in there. And so that's the only way I actually ever played the actual card game was in a video game. <laughs> so no, I just collected. So the, the best card I ever had, the most valuable card, I guess you could say, it was a holographic first edition Jolteon, which you might think now is like, oh, whatever, but holographics were very special. And first editions were also very special. And so even though it's just a Jolteon, the fact that it's a holographic first edition, nowadays it might go for something. I don't know. Um, I know that they were going for a lot for a while, and then the price just, like, plummeted because no one was interested anymore. So I, I would like to see if I could find that and also, you know, see if it's still a popular thing. So um, let's see. Rosetta Allen. Oh, I got you one already. Um, all right. So Soul Assassin. Beats of Angel says, wow, you said you like baby metal. They are sick. What are your favorite songs from them? Um, Megitsune, I'm probably saying it, I'm probably butchering, butchering the name, but Megitsune is a great song. Uh, Karate is a, oh my god, Karate might be my spirit animal. That song is so good. And the lead singer has a great voice, and she can sing live, too. So, yeah, I mean, they're, it's not for everybody, and I don't like all of their songs, but there are at least, like, three of their songs. Line is another great one, too. Line, 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 oh, it's so good. Mm, love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, with epilepsy, certain triggers can cause it. If even there is no previous history of it, I'm lucky seizure-free for over 20 years now, but I can have it come back if I'm not careful. Oh, well, Rosetta Allen, I'm glad to hear that you've been seizure-free, but that's, it's scary. It really is. It's scary to think about. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that things seem to be under control. Uh, Orange Hat Review says, I did once get an ancient Mew card. My favorite of the original 151 is Mew. My favorite are the ones I know of to Gen 3 is uh, Raquaza, the green dragon from Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Yeah, I don't really know those those as well. Again, 151 is pretty much like my standard. I know all of those. Every single Pokemon you mention, I'll, I'll recognize it from 151. Anything after that, it's kind of like a crapshoot because I did play a little bit of Pokemon Silver and Gold. Which, to me, I liked a lot because they had the original world that only had the original 151. And then you had the secondary world that had the newer Pokemon and the old ones. And I like that mix a lot. I like how they kind of started to try to separate them. But, yeah. Um, let's see. Orange Eye Reviews got that one. But, yeah. I, the Ancient Mew card. I had my brother, I think, got that one. Because when the first Pokemon movie came out... They were giving away, like, holographic uh, Mew cards. But they weren't the actual playing cards. It was just, like, it was a different card. That's why I didn't like it, because it wasn't a card you could actually play with. Even though I didn't play it, I still cared. John Early, yep, uh, yep, yet me put a link in the chat. Let me put a link in the chat, says John Early. John Early, do you, are you over on DLive? Because you can post links there, and I can post that in the chat. Or do you follow me on Twitter? Um, or, so basically, uh, send me a link, dude. Uh, over Twitter, or over DLive, and I will get that into the chat for you, all right? For sure, man. So, John Early, I will definitely get that link in there for you, all right? Uh, Alex Martinez, do you remember the old episodes of South Park where they made fun of Pokemon? They called it uh, Chim Pokemon. Yes, I do. South Park is a great show. That is an excellent show. 
Uh, Rosetta Allen, I think my favorite special effects characters are Smog, are Smog, but I'm hugely biased on that. Again, me, dragons, me love. Yes, um, I do like the voice work they did for Smog, but uh, the CGI I actually had issues with for Hobbit. That's because Hobbit, to me, was too much CGI. And so the dragon would have looked impressive if it had been mostly a practical effects series, but because they used so much CGI, I got so my eyes were so tired from trying to process all this information, all this digital information on the screen. And so when I got to Smog, I was just like, okay, it's cool, it's nice, but there's already too much going on. Grandmaster Yoda says, have Apathy Odin and can say right now, when it comes to cars and that stuff, you need green light from doctors on extra uh, next number of restrictions for license for any type, but it works well. Okay, that's good to hear. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that there's a way to be able to, um, I guess, protect against that. Uh, Israel Productions says, My Lord Odin was a Pokemon master? Neat. Yes. In Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow? Definitely. Um, in fact, I go back to those games every now and then because they're so much fun. I will go back and start over again, and it's great. It's so much fun. And nowadays, you can get emulators on your phone and play it. I have a uh, Nintendo DS, and I have it on there, and I play it every now and then, too. Uh, it's great. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, Grand uh, Grand is right. I do drive, but there are huge numbers of things that if they ever occur, I have to stop driving for several months and do brain test again. Oh, my gosh. Uh, JD says, what note? Doki Doki morning. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Not one of my favorites. It's one I could listen to, but it's also not one of my favorites. Uh, but Megitsune is awesome. Rosetta Allen, completely fair assessment. I am looking at him apart from the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what you have to do. Like, that's what you have to do. All right, over to my D-Live peeps. So sorry. Sorry. So sorry. In fact, uh, D-Live peeps. D-Live peeps. D-Live peeps. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. That's all I'm I can really say. Sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all I can do. Uh, Nigelito says, Alita is a game changer in CGI. Yes, 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 for sure. Um, great, great use of CGI is Alita. Uh, he left again, Reckless the Kit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Phonemo, given the track record of final finales for movies, anyone else worried about John Wick 3? The fact that it's getting so much love from early reactions, I'm actually pretty excited. I'm pretty pumped. I think it'll be okay. Um, Mr. Peabody says, if I want to time travel back to your time, I just have to sleep for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Peabody, this is a very true statement. And you know what? That was the one, that's the one thing that could ruin John Wick. Time travel. Don't bring time travel into John Wick, please. <laughs> uh, Peabody says, imagine if in the movie Pikachu gets chased by hundreds of people playing Pokemon Go. Yes! Oh, my God, please. Uh, Nigelo says, Doki Doki Morning is a solid jam. All right, I'll have to check that out again, maybe. Maybe I just wasn't ready for it when I first listened to that one. Uh, K-Man says, could just be getting my hopes up, but I think John Wick 3 will be the exception. I really hope so. The fact that we're getting very early reviews and it's good has me excited. Peabody, Robert Downey, Jr., Robert Downey Jr. has a good voice, too. That's a true statement. Uh, Captain F. Ed, my favorite CGI movie is Cats. Imagine people that look like cats. Wow, what a thing that is. <laughs> uh, CBA over on DLive says, will DC ever get people who know what they're doing for their live-action stuff? I hope so, man. Like, I really do want some good live-action DC stuff, specifically movies. I want a DC extended universe. I really do. They just need someone who knows what the hell they're doing. They need a Kevin Feige-like person that's going to take control and gonna, is going to do it well. You know, Zack Snyder couldn't do that. He, he was not the person. He was not the visionary for it. The current dude who's running the show, who's got the same position title maybe, but he's not doing anything either. I mean, there's so many question marks and there's just so little uh, connection for anything. Um, let's see. John Early says, check your Twitter. Will do, man. All right. So Twitter, 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 Twitter
Okay, I got you. Sorry. I thought you were going to message it to me. All right, got the link. Copy link address. All right, guys. So, this is for... I'm going to put it over on my DLive, too. Daybob's on DLive says, Godzilla and John Wick 3 are the movies I'm most excited about. Yes. That is a correct statement. That is a correct statement, my friends. John Wick 3 is by far the one I'm most excited for. No question about it. Godzilla, I'm kind of mixed on. Because the trailers have been really good. But there's also a lot of CGI. And I'm worried that they've given away too much in the trailers. I think they've shown us too much. You know, for the trailers, they shouldn't show you too much. You know, for the movie, if they're going to go crazy with the monsters, that, that, that can be fine. That could be okay. So on DLive, guys, I just posted a link over to uh, John Early's fanfic. Please go check him out. He's Again, thank you so much again for that very, very generous super chat, man. You did not have to do that. Uh, and so please go check out his fanfiction. I'm about to post it on the YouTube channel in a second. Um, let's see. Beast of Angel says, favorite chip Pokemon was uh, Brokori, Velociraptor, and Shu. Check out the new Baby Metal songs yet. Not the new ones. I have not seen any new ones yet. Uh, Alexander says, how many Game of Thrones actors do you think are soy betas? Not sure. Grandmaster Yoda, I'm not sure how good Pokemon will do when it face Endgame, but really should make a great score in Japan. Yeah, it's, it might do well there. I mean, as, as I said, it's going to make money. I have no doubt that Pokemon's going to make money. It's going to be very profitable, but how much is going to be the biggest question? Orange Eye Reviews, I'm getting early. Uh, er, I'm getting an early viewing for Detective Pikachu. Can't wait for this movie. Orange Eye Reviews, please let me know if you like it. Please. Uh, Rosetta Allen, since you have uh, a love in metal, do you know much about sci-fi, uh, sci-fan narrative metal bands? Uh, Dark Sarah is a good example of three albums. No, no. Um, albums are a story in order. The last, a romance between her drag, her and a dragon. I see the dragon theme continues, but no. <laughs> I've not heard of that. Uh, Beats of Angels. Did you like Roads of Resistance, Syncopation, and the one from Baby Metal? The one, uh, as far as the song, was very good. I haven't listened to the, all the songs on that album. Uh, Road of Resistance, I think, might have been my favorite, though. Or are you talking about individual songs there? Because, again, I don't know their album names. I just know individual songs. Um, Bruce, my grandsons, 8 to 10, are into Pokemon figures and uh, Pokemon figures and cards, but that's it. No anime or gaming. That's interesting. Maybe over time. Maybe over time they'll eventually get into it. Um, all right. Uh, so let me go ahead and get this into the chat. So, guys, what I'm about to post is a link to the fan fiction website for John Early. And John Early uh, is awesome. John Early, very generous super chat. And I read a little bit of it, and I'll read it again uh, in case any of you guys might be interested. Uh, so he says, oh, why does it keep? All right, sorry, it keeps on uh, jumping on me. So hold on, hold on. All right, so in John Early Super Chat, he says, are you sure you can't go back for just a visit? Kara asked. No, the Speed Force put me here for a good reason, Barry replied. If I go back... It could cause the speed force to become unbalanced again. Worried about becoming trapped again, Earth-38. So that's John Early. Uh, again, that's an excerpt from his fan fiction. So it sounds like it is a, um, a Flash fanfic. And boom, there you go. So there is a link to the fan fiction website. So please go check it out. Go give him some love. And I appreciate that. And again, thank you so much, John Early, for the support. And Valk, if you can get that link and just post it a few more times throughout the stream, I would appreciate that. Snowman! What's up, Snowman? Thank you for the follow on DLive, dude. I appreciate that. All right, back over to my YouTube peeps. Zion Waters, what do you think? Uh, why do you have a problem with a lot of CGI? It's never bothered me. We can uh, see things we've never been able to see before. The problem is that it never looks real. No matter how hard they try, it can never look real. It can never get past that moment of, wait a minute, this still isn't real. They've been getting close. Like, Alita was a great example of that. And you were able to move past it because the character was compelling. 
The problem that I have, though, is that when you use too much CGI, to me, it's a lazy way out. Because so many things are CGI'd now that don't have to be. Instead of actually spending time to build sets, to create costumes, to do makeup, they are instead going this lazy route of making everything CGI. It becomes a CGI fest. And your eyes can only take so much digital information before eventually it gets tired and it gets distracting. And so that's, I guess, the reason why when I look to it, I just think to myself, nah, I just, I can't really support films that do way too much. Like, do way too much when it comes to the CGI stuff. Uh, Al Zagardi says, sorry, so sorry, had a phone call with the wife. Sorry, oh, dude, really? Really, man? Really? You had to do that? You had to do that to me? Seriously? Well, I have one thing to say. I have one thing to say to that. I have one thing. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, Alexander says, Jon Snow's actor is a beta. No, 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 no. We're not going there, Alexander. Not going there. Not the time. We're having a nice discussion about Pokemon, about metal. Not not talking about that nonsense. Rosetta Allen, say, Rosetta Allen uh, says, check her out. She's awesome. But again, bias isn't part of a contribution of funders. All right, well, uh, Rosetta Allen, uh, email that to me. Email that to me, because otherwise I'm going to forget. Beats of Angels, I was talking about individual songs. Okay, that's what I thought, because I couldn't tell, because, again, I don't follow their stuff. I thought that one might have been the name of an album. Road of Resistance is a good song, and the one is a good one. I don't know if I've heard of the other one, though. I don't know if I've heard of the other one, though. All right, let's see. Uh, Baptist702, thank you very much for the super chat, says, Brother Odin, if you're available, I would love to video chat with or do a live video with uh, you about comics, politics, and the MCU in general. Uh, Baptist702, I'm totally down for that. Uh, contact me on email or on Twitter. Twitter might be better. And, uh, yeah, just contact me and we'll try to set something up. I would definitely be down for that. Might not be wanting to go too much into politics, because I try to, at least on YouTube, stay mostly focused on pop culture, movies, television. We can talk about political elements of those genres and of those topics. But as far as, like, hardcore politics, I try and avoid that. Um, at least in public. <laughs> I'm a teacher. I mean, again, I, there's only so many things that I can talk about. I mean, there are a lot of things that I could be saying, but I I just, I can't. I probably say already, I, already pro- I probably already say way too much. <laughs> Uh, let's see, over on DLive, um, Captain F-Ed, doesn't DCU have 52 Earths? I'm new to the comments, but doesn't that mean the DCU is too complicated? Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing, is that they've established that in the comics, and they've done it well, from what I've heard from people who, who read the comics. Much better so than what they do in the uh, MCU. Uh, K-Man, thank you for the lemons, bro! Thank you for the two lemons, appreciate that. Phonema says, I'm gonna lurk, sounds good. Captain F says, what DC have always done well is write stories. They don't need to be linked to be great. No, again, I understand that because I think that's the direction they're trying to go in, is they're trying to say, this is going to be a worlds of DC, and so they're going to be independent stories that are kind of connected, but not necessarily. The problem, though, is that they tried to do an interconnected story, and then they just dropped it at the side. Like, they just dropped it. But they haven't dropped it completely because they're still going forward with certain actors that were a part of that original team-up universe that they were trying to build. That's the reason why I have a problem with this, because it's, it's, it's very confusing. You know, Are they doing it, or are they not? We need someone that's going to be clear about what the DCEU actually is, where it's going, what its future is going to look like, and what's a part of the canon or not. That's the same reason why you have this situation where we had Suicide Squad, which I think was you know a mixed bag, but more so negative than, than good. 
And now they're going to do a quasi-reboot called The Suicide Squad. But it's not a reboot. But it's not a sequel. But you're still going to have some of the same characters and some of the same actors. Like, as you can see, it's very convoluted. It doesn't make any sense. They need someone to help explain these things. Dion, thank you for the lemon, dude. Appreciate it. Uh, Little Giant. What's up, Little Giant? How's it going, bro? How is it going? How's it going in the chat? Captain Fhead says, <coughs> excuse me. Dark Knight Trilogy says, was, uh, the Dark Knight Trilogy was great, but that's as far as they should go. Just tell great stories and they will do well. But again, they need to have this, they need to be able to explain what they're doing. That's the problem. They, they don't, they have not made it clear about what they're actually doing. Um, let us see, let us see. Thank you very much for the lemon. Uh, uh, thank you for the lemon, Captain Effet. I appreciate that. Uh, Dion is eating some dinner. Mmm, mmm. Yes, indeed. Captain Effet, they should take a couple of years off and reboot. No, yeah, that's what I think, too. They need to, they need to basically figure out what they want to do, reboot, and then stick to that. Instead of going, we're going to be like the MCU. Okay, that didn't work out because we didn't have a good person directing it behind the scenes. All right, now we're not going to do it, but we're still going to keep... Again, it's it's very confusing. It's very, very confusing. Blue Lou, thank you for the lemon, bro. Thank you for the lemon over on the D-Lab. I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. Phonema says, I had a lot of drunken fun with Suicide Squad. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me, of course. And Blue Lou, thank you for the second lemon. And Kermit the Lock, thank you for the $2 super chat, man. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Tina says, the real monsters will show up later in Godzilla movies. CGI until then. Oh, thanks, Tina. Thanks. I appreciate that. Senate says, do you like Doctor Strange in the MCU? Yes. Love Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome, and I want to see more of that character. That might have actually been one of my favorite of the recent MCU films was Doctor Strange. And he says, I like him. I think his second film will be good, but time travel and multiverse are linked with him, so I hope this second film doesn't contain it. Or he might be the perfect person to help explain it. Wouldn't it be great to have Doctor Strange actually explain what's going on, what actually happened in Endgame, how time actually works, how reality itself actually works, how the stones actually work? Wouldn't it be great to get that clarification? I mean, seriously, like, at this point in time, I can't buy into anything else they're giving me until I get a good explanation in film, not outside of the film, because even the writers and directors of the damn movie can't agree on what happened in the damn film. So I would rather them just, you know, face it headlong and say, all right, we messed this up. We need to retcon it a little bit to try and clarify. And I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. And then at that, at that point, I could say, all right, well, I'm still going to criticize this film because this film at the time still had it as a flaw. You know, I'm still going to be objectively critical of it. But at the very least, they can save the future of the universe, right? And by that, I mean the MC universe. Um, let's see, 70B, can do, Chief, thank you very much, Steph, appreciate that, appreciate that very much so. Um, alright, YouTube chat has now fallen behind a little bit, not too much, not too bad. Rosetta Allen says, so like me, do you like a lot of the old shows and movies with not so much special effects, but funny and fun? You know, like Get Smart, Blazing Saddles, Bias from Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks films are great. Seriously, I have not seen a bad Mel Brooks movie. And Blazing Saddles is definitely a great one. Robin Hood Men in Tights has a very special place in my heart for a lot of different reasons. And uh, History of the World Part 1, too. So many good ones. I give you the 15 commandments. 10. 10 commandments for all to obey. I love it so good. I actually use... I've used scenes from History of the World in my theology classes. So... (laughs) 
Uh, Alexander says, why is Elite Battle Angel live action CGI crossover Looney Tunes back in action style? Was that in the anime? And then he clarifies joke. I don't get it, though. Beast of Angels, exactly about CGI. Marvel started doing that, and some of the CGI looks really bad, and Alita is so close with the CGI. The scene with her and Hugo romance scene shows you how good CGI can be. And also, too, it wasn't complete CGI either. Like, they did the motion capture, and it's based off of an actual person. So it was able to work, you know, because there were physical and digital elements to it, and not everything was CGI, you know? And and then the parts that did need to rely heavily on CGI, like the rollerball stuff, you know, it looked okay. I would say if I had any major critique of Alita Battle Angel, it would have been the rollerball the roller the rollerball scene because there was a little bit too much CGI going on and CGI fests are very hard to be able to accept. Uh, Joe K, how does the CGI from Terminator 2 still look so impressive after all these years and better than a lot of current CGI? Yes, 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 and yes. Terminator 2 T2 has some of the best CGI use and even though it might not be some of the best that you've ever seen, especially when it comes to um, the T-1000, it's T-1000, right? Oh my god, I'm questioning everything now. Um, but the upgraded, uh, Terminator model, I think it's a T-1000. Um, he overall, like, you know, molding and, and, and melding and everything looks good at certain times and then doesn't look good at other times. And, but it, you know, the fact that it was made when it was made is still very impressive. So, and it's better than, as you said, better than a lot of the crap we get today. Bruce, uh, I'm a big anime fan, big-eyed characters. Even I was worried about Alita's eyes, but my concern was not uh, was for not once I saw the movie. Yeah, Bruce, seriously, and and I was worried about it too. When I first saw the trailer, I was like, I don't want to see this. And then Gannison, Alita Troll, who's in the chat a lot, he was like, dude, it's great, it's not woke, it, it's a movie that should be seen. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'll go see it. Saw it, loved it. And now I am like one of the biggest fans, and I will continue to push that movie, and as I said, once it becomes available on Blu-ray DVD, I will do a stream, I will do a video, I will get that link out there, because I want that film to do very well, and I want a sequel. G-Monkey, that's one of the reasons I'm hopeful for The Mandalorian, they're using practical effects. Same here. I mean, one of my favorite parts of Celebration was seeing the footage of The Mandalorian using actual models for ships, and all the craft that goes into it. I mean, it's beautiful, and it's a lost art, unfortunately. Uh, Dave Bob says his hour's up. It needs to go. Well, Dave Bob, thank you, dude. Thanks for stopping by. I'm missing you, man. Super. Update on my episode four writing. Thought it'd be like 10 paragraphs. Turns out it'd be at least 15. Oh, boy, a little much. Yeah, man. It's a nice rant, though. Uh, Bruce says, my concern was for others, not for myself. I hear you, Bruce. Alexander says, uh, your viewer is writing CW fanfics like a little fan... Alexander, dude... Uh, Valks, can you please put Alexander in timeout? I'm tired of it, man. Seriously. I don't like to do that. I don't like to call people out, but I'm tired of it. Seriously. Uh, John Early, dude, uh, says, The butterfly effect was Ashton Kutcher and Amy Smart uh, is a good time travel film. I actually, surprisingly, John Early, I like that one a lot. Like, seriously, I was very impressed with that film. Especially since Ashton Kutcher was not really known for his acting chops. I thought he did pretty well with the film. And I liked it because every time they go back,